Hello and welcome to the News Roundup from FITV. I'm Johnny Burke. And I'm Tyrone Henry. Coming up on this week's podcast, what to look out for in the new draft housing strategy, vaccination programme has been extended, and FITV recruit young budding TV stars. But first, let's begin with news from Teal Inlet. The Royal Falcon Islands Police have confirmed that no evidence of any burials or human remains were found at the Teal Inlet excavation site over the weekend. Operation Quartz was launched after historical witness reports alleged that the burial site at Teal Inlet contained the remains of unidentified Argentine soldiers. Following the extension of the ongoing humanitarian project at the Argentine Cemetery near Darwin, the International Committee of the Red Cross assisted the Royal Falkland Islands Police with the excavation at Teal Inlet. We spoke to Chief of Police Superintendent Jeff McMahon on what the next steps are in the investigation. In any investigation, you go through different staging posts in terms of your progress. So we've we've interviewed an awful lot of people already. We've looked at a lot of documentation. We've had officers in London at the National Archive retrieving military documentation, looking at that for any kind of clue in relation to uh, the reports that we've had that there was more than a single Argentine casualty um, brought into Teal Inlet. So I was present when they did the dig. It was interesting in the sense that the the, um, area that we'd selected was based on some feedback we got from uh, Wessex Archaeology team that we brought down, the GPR team. Um, So they were confident that potentially there was some disturbance to that area. The ICRC under their supervision dug three trenches uh, at varying depths. uh, And in the middle trench, there was evidence of some plastic, again, that was about two or three feet under the earth, which which again is... unexplained how that got there. We do know, for example, that there was some military uh, using the trees in that location uh, as they passed through, so uh, the commandos and, and uh, the paras were using that as shelter. So whether one of them's dug a, a hole and, and, and buried some rubbish or it's been left there over time, but it was quite deep. So that generated a little spark of, of excitement on the basis that there has been some disturbance to the earth in that area, but obviously we didn't find what we were looking for. Obviously from a, a policing point of view, it's resource intensive. There's a cost applied to it. It's been going on for a long time. So I think we've got to have a plan in the next few days to look at where the end game is and the end point comes in terms of what we do now. It doesn't mean to say that it's closed. It's like a lot of, I suppose, unexplained investigations. If we can't solve it now, it doesn't mean to say that there will be some breakthrough information that comes uh, in due course. Um, So I think very quickly we'll come to a point where we've got a defined plan of action that will draw a line under it for now and then it'll be a case of of looking to the future and seeing if any more compelling evidence comes in that will point us towards further excavation or point us towards ruling out the fact that it, it, it did occur. The ICRC team were content that the site to be recovered and that their part in the investigation process at Teal Inlet is complete. The team are visiting the islands as part of the humanitarian project at the Argentine Cemetery near Darwin. The initial phase of excavation work to identify human remains buried in grave C110 has now been completed and the project has moved on to the next phase. The samples found at the site will be sent by air to Cordoba for analysis. We'll bring you more on the story as it develops. This week, KMH have confirmed that a limited amount of COVID-19 vaccine is now being made available for pregnant women and any adults aged 18 or above not yet vaccinated. 
The surplus vaccines are now available due to the recent arrival of a batch of Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines in mid-August, which are now being administered to crew from vessels fishing in Falklands water. Moving on to work inside Gilbert House, and since March, the government has been running a public consultation on the key issue of housing supply and demand. The result of this ongoing work has helped shape a new draft housing strategy, which covers a range of issues, including the insufficient supply and affordability of rental housing in Stanley. This report is not at its final stage of implementation yet, but identifies key concerns and a number of policy ideas for the next 10 years. Once finalised next month, this strategy will be handed over to the next assembly. Portfolio holder for housing, MLA Dr Barry Ellsby, explains one of the key focuses of the reports. If you were in the United Kingdom working, you wouldn't go and, and rent or buy a four-bedroomed house if it was just one or two people in your household. You would start off on a, on a smaller house, you would start off on a cheaper property perhaps, but with this ability to then to climb as your life changes, as your jobs change and you get more money, as you get more children, you can work through that housing structure. We don't have that here. There aren't those as many as needs to be those cheaper housings where people can afford them, but as their circumstances change, they can move up that ladder of properties, and we don't have that at the moment, and I hope in 10 years' time we will have that. Executive Council have approved the decision to develop a fully functioning and safe pilotage service for vessels when entering Stanley Harbour. Since September 2019, when Firepass was damaged in a shipping accident, a temporary and compulsory pilotage direction has been in place for all vessels berthing alongside the facility. Currently, this temporary measure does not meet the requirements for a full pilotage service. Executive Council also agreed to seek a private operator to run the service on a contractual basis to ensure fair pricing to customers. A new harbour revision order will be drafted to designate an expanded port area, ensuring that all high traffic areas are included. This will give the Falkland Islands Maritime Authority provision to manage the risk of incidents in these areas. These amendments will enable FEMA to uphold its international statutory duties. Falkland Islands government have confirmed the next general election will take place on Thursday the 4th of November. The current Legislative Assembly will be dissolving shortly after coming to an end of its four-year term. The closing date to apply on the Register of Electors is Thursday the 14th of October. Building work has begun to bring the first full-size cricket pitch to Stanley. This week, the Falkland Islands Cricket Association received planning permission for the project, with the proposed site an area of green space south of Dairy Paddock Road and the Stanley Bypass. We caught up with the chairman of the Cricket Association, Jacko Alexander, to find out just how important the new development could be for the growth of the sport locally. The only cricket pitch on, in, in the Falklands is at MPA. Um, not that it's a hassle to drive out every time, but the family can't always go with. and So you want to make it a, a community-based activity sport so people can come and watch and get involved. We applied for funding from government, which, which they gave us. Um, we did our calculations on just levelling the area, getting a smooth finish, getting some grass, sitting down, um, and then just doing a concrete pitch in the middle with a carpet over it, same as MPA. Um, and, and that was our aim. If we have enough money in the budget, we will, we will see one once we get done with the groundworks and hopefully we don't find um, any unexpected ordinances or any, any soft spots or any rock ridges. We also try to get affiliated with ICC again. Um, one of the requests that we're not complying to is we must have eight senior teams, which we are working towards. 
So by having a local pitch, we can get people to come and watch and maybe get more interest. The minimum boundary for, for international cricket pitch is 62 metres. Um, and we are on the 62 metre mark. So hopefully that would qualify us for international matches if, if the opportunity arises. The winners of the Trip Scheme Stamp Photography Competition have been revealed this week. After a whopping 174 photo entries, the judging panel were forced to narrow winning photos down to just seven. Congratulations to Adam Yould, Chris Gilbert, Jesse Ross and Jodie Aldridge who picked up the prizes with a lovely mix of photos capturing beautiful local landscapes and wildlife. The stamps will be on sale in the post office at the start of October. And finally, considering we have such a small team here at FITV, it was about time to try and recruit some new pairs of hands to help out with the show. We took a trip down to the Stepping Stones Nursery to scout out the next generation of TV stars. Hello and welcome to Falklands in Focus. I'm Cohen. I'm Tori. I'm Elise. I'm Kata. Falklands in Focus? What's Falklands in Focus? That's the name of our show. Yeah. Considering there's only three of us here at FITV at the moment, we thought it'd be a brilliant idea to recruit some new members to the team. To each of their own, the kids all showed their skills with the basics before moving on to more advanced time lapses and slow motion shots. All in all, the afternoon was a fun experience for Johnny, Hannah and I, and judging by the smiles all around, the kids looked like they enjoyed themselves too. So who knows, you might just see these faces sometime in the next decade on Falklands in Focus. That's it for this week's news roundup. If you'd like to subscribe to FITV, you can watch via the KTV broadcast or online through our website, fitv.co.fk. Alongside the news roundup, we also produce a light-hearted look at the week in our podcast, Meanwhile in the Falklands, which is also available on Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud. Join us next time. Goodbye. <laughs>